You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. On the BeckQL Network, Joe O, Joe G, and Hawks are with you. On a Friday against Sanford Division Round Weekend, presented, of course, by BetMGM. 20 minutes from now, our lightning bets are five favorite plays across the weekend. We've, we have a lot of props today, a lot of props, angles on these different games. So I'm interested to see where we all end up in our favorite five plays. But let's talk about more for this weekend uh, in terms of, of highest scoring team, lowest scoring team. We're going to some team props here across after doing some player props. So it's kind of interesting when you look at this weekend where – where the numbers are for, for some of these, where do we want to start? Mm-hmm. Highest scoring team, lowest scoring team, either. I mean, they're all, they're all kind of fun here. Do you want to flush out the player ones first? Sure. Is what that... did we miss? Or any, any well, other I, angle you have? I just wanted to add, you know, we've probably talked more about Boston Scott this week than any of us will ever do in our lives, except for when Joji's doing middays and they play the giants again next year. It, but when, when you price shop, so we, anytime touchdown on the low end, I see plus 300 on the high end right this morning. I see plus 380. That is a massive difference, a massive difference. So it's worth the five to 10 minutes to go and price shop. If you know, you're going to wager anyways. Um, when I look, when I price shopped two plus touchdowns, this is the, the sort of gap that you see on the low end. I saw 17 to one and the high end, 45 to one like it's crazy um so take the time to look around i might have to do that and paul brought up a a very good angle i thought earlier in the week is so it sounds like we're all in on the eagles we'll find out for sure in the next segment when we're giving our top five bets of the weekend um we're all in on the eagles but that would suggest okay you're up by a couple of scores and maybe the game's out of hand maybe it isn't miles sanders and, and the birds are putting this game away with Boston Scott scoring a touchdown at the very end. You can do that last touchdown bet, something we've seen in the past. And when you do shop around, uh, Boston Scott for last touchdown is 25 to 1. So if you were going to get odds or take odds on some of those bigger numbers, would you rather bet two plus touchdowns for Scott or last touchdown for Scott? Probably last. I think that's the best way to play it. And, and they played during the regular season uh, in week, whatever, 14, whatever game that was. Yep. That was a route by the Eagles, and he was the last touchdown score because I had it, mm-hmm. and I was waiting for it. So just quickly before we move on, some perspective for our audience. We're like, is this really going to happen? Who's this Boston Scott guy? It's not just like a little – so he has 18 career touchdowns he? in five years. Ten are against the Eagles. If you go back right. to 2019, only Derrick Henry has more touchdowns against any single opponent in the NFL. I don't know why. But he kills the Giants. He's been doing this for four years now. It's just every time they play, it's, he's he's likely to score a touchdown. This is probably this is probably the only example in my life where I trust a man with two first names. This is it's it. Hard Boston to do Scott. Boston. <laughs> he could be Scott Boston. We wouldn't even say anything. I got a name. No. Scott Boston. Oh, I would not bet on that guy. Would you? No, but Boston Scott. No, no, Boston Scott, I'm in on that. That, that's a good one. All right. So that's uh, so look around for the best Boston Scott or Scott Boston numbers. Okay, highest scoring game. 
High, what, what do you like it better, highest scoring game or highest and lowest scoring teams? Because they're not always correlated, right? You could get, you could separate them a little bit here. Highest scoring game. Hmm. Obviously, the t- the high scoring, the highest total is okay. Oh, you, oh, you're saying high scoring team instead of high scoring game. Okay. Uh, obviously, out, it doesn't necessarily mean there's a high. It, both teams score a lot. One right. Team. Right. And you'll get better odds if you're going to play the highest scoring team because you have double the options of uh, possible winners. Plus 195, that is so short. I get it with the matchup with the great passing off against against the poor passing defense, but plus 195 is uh, super short. So team that can lay it on. The Bengals. Should the Bengals be 12 to 1? They still have Joe Burrow, right? (laughs) They still have Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, right? I don't – does that make sense to everyone? Why are the Jaguars shorter than the Bengals? That is some Bengals disrespect right there. What are we doing? <laughs> right? Is it just – oh, he's going to have no time to throw, so he's not going to be able to throw the football? He's going to be the one-armed quarterback? What? No. Did we watch last postseason? He didn't have any time to throw. They kept winning. <laughs> he kept scoring points. Wow, I did not expect. I'm I'm glad we took a look at this one because that seems that seems crazy to me. And let's say the Bills are great. I mean, yeah, you have to hang around. You got to get into the 30s. And sure. you think? I guess it's because the line is five and a half, so people think they can't win. I got news for you. Joe Burrow can win this game. Yes, we're taking the five and a half. We're taking the six, and we probably haven't talked enough about it. But Bengals can win this game. They absolutely can. I'm just, there's no game I'm counting Joe Burrow out when he's less than a touchdown underdog and he's going up against a team. Look, these two teams played three, four weeks ago on Monday Night Football, the game we know was stopped. Wasn't the spread one and a half going into the game? Yes, it was. So, like, weren't they winning? And weren't they winning? (laughs) They were. Yeah, that's an interesting angle. So, would you go highest scoring game or just the Bengals 12 to 1? Because highest scoring game is two plus 280. Oh, excuse me. Um, highest scoring is plus 290. I think you know me well enough. I'd 12 go to 1. Team. Yeah, to give me the bigger number. <laughs> yeah, give me the yeah. big number. Yeah. What about, yeah, Cowboys. <laughs> the, the odds that are longer are Cowboys and Giants, which Giants I don't see. And then if the Cowboys win, they could be, but you are going against that Niners defense, so I understand why the odds. But taking a shot on the Bengals or Cowboys – at these numbers, I don't think that's that's a crazy idea. I think lowest scoring game Giants Eagles is interesting. Low scoring game, but I just would take lowest scoring team Giants at three to one and get a little bit better value. Oh, unless you sense. think the Giants are gonna win. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> don't, I can't. <laughs> I cannot have the New York football giants in the NFC championship game this year. Can anybody stomach that? No, they except for this, Nick. This is, this is the end. It's it, it wonderful run for Brian Dable and Daniel Jones. It ends now. Cute story. Let's move on. Can we get the heavyweights next week? Yeah. I don't need a nine win team in the NFC championship game, but let's get some heavyweights. Exactly. Is okay. So lowest, low scoring game, low scoring team. Chiefs are the long shot. Of course they are. It's the Eagles, second long shot. 
<laughs> what about the Niners? Eight to one. Lowest scoring team? No. Lowest scoring team. It's the lowest total to of the Niners. weekend. Lowest total. And Purdy's going to face a, a tough challenge for the first time. I'm telling you, we need to get you a Cowboys helmet for these conversations. You're, you're just I'm cowboyed just saying, out. You're cowboyed I'm just up. saying, it, if we're looking for some value, they're giving us some on a team in the low, with the lowest scoring total of the weekend. No? I, mean, I see they, the I narrative, but I can't do it. Yeah. I feel like if if you are on the Giants have a chance, the Eagles 14 to 1 is a little bit interesting because the only way the Giants are winning really? is if it's low scoring. The, the, are the Giants winning a, a 37-34 game? No, the Giants are winning a 23-19 game. Like they've yeah, got all their wins I, this year. I don't think the Giants have a chance, so. Yes, I know I know, but I'm I'm trying to find they're a big number. The Eagles are a big number 14 to 1. Yeah. Yeah, boy, the Chiefs are thirty to one to be the lowest scoring team. They, they ought to give you a hundred to one with Mahomes. They're not going to be the lowest scoring team this weekend. It's not happening. What's the lowest they score, fewest uh, points they've scored all year? Have they have they had us? Did they have one game? What was the Colts when, game they lost? They have one or two. Early They're good the for one or two of those a year. Seventeen points. Yeah, that's got to be a game. Yep, seventeen. How did that happen? They're on the road. Yeah. Other than that, though, they had what? 44, 27, 41, 30, 20 against the Bills. 44, 20, 27, 30, 26. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's upper 20s every game. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I get it. Yeah. (laughs) It should make it 100. They draw some action. That's what I, yeah. I mean, look, the Giants, yeah, with everybody back, I get the case. The Cowboys, lowest scoring t- team is the second favorite right behind the Giants. On That's kind well, of because wild they have, to me. Because the Cowboys are unreliable, right? They yeah. have their dead weeks. If they have a dead week, they'll get run out of the building. Is there, um, speaking of these props, is this a good time to revisit Super Bowl MVP? I didn't see a lot of change in the odds from one week. You eliminated a handful of teams, six of them. were down to eight. And a lot of the odds that we were looking at last week seemed to be pretty, pretty similar. I mean, I feel like the one, the one to look at would be the, the, the players that didn't play last week. Did their numbers change at all for no reason? A like little bit. You know, the Devontae Smith number we've talked about at BetMGM, that's 80. That's the best number that I see out there. I want to say it was 100 earlier in the week. That was adjusted. But 80 still fantastic. And it was less last week. So that's interesting to me. I thought it was going to go down a little bit, if anything, but it actually uh, went a little bit higher. But, yeah, like, Jamar Chase was 55 last week, and he's 50 this week. There's not that much difference. We talked about the Nick Bosa angle, 66 to 1. Right. I mean, that's that guy is on the short list of defensive players that could win the Super Bowl MVP. It is a very short list nowadays, and, and Bosa's on it because he's going to be your defensive player of the year. I mean, I think in the NFC there's two interesting ones with giant, giant numbers, if we're going the defensive angle. Parsons is 100 to 1. Hassan Reddick is 200 to 1. 
Yeah, Probably Parsons kind of is on that list. Yeah, like two strip sacks and a fumble recovery. Like, yeah, that that's the kind of way you win that that award. Those are kind of interesting. But are the Cowboys winning the Super Bowl? No. It's, I'm waiting for Paul to say he's got a Hufanga, five million to one. This is the moment. <laughs> so I, yeah, I have a Hufanga two hundred to one, but oh I yeah, also, he's I placed, oh, he is two hundred to one. Wow. I did place a Reddick bet last night at two fifty to one. It's a good number. Get there and he, yeah, he can wreck a game. Ton of pressures this year. Second, what second most sacks? He's and he has that. He has a really that. like he. He almost comes in there like a basketball player getting a steal. Like he swats at that ball every time. He fumbles. It's now, a- go back to that idea that I threw out there about what you said about Parsons about them not winning the Super Bowl. If they beat the Niners there as three-and-a-half-point underdogs, that shouldn't be shocking. A lot of people will be shocked, but it, sh- it shouldn't be a big surprise. And then if they do that, yes, they can absolutely don't, – don't you think that narrative will completely flip for people that are holding out on Dallas because it's San Francisco? Like, like oh, yeah, and they've, they know this Philly team. They can go there and win. They can, they can win the Super Bowl. I think that narrative is going to change. A couple things on that. I think if you're going yeah. to bet Bosa, you should bet Parsons at 100 to 1. It's the same theory, and the winner of the game, like you're. You got you're one live you in got the final four. Yeah. And if you're an Eagles fan, and I'm not as diehard, nearly as diehard as I used to be, I think you'd re- rather see San Francisco than Dallas. Would you? You agree with that, Joe? I think Dallas would be more fun, but that's a different. I mean, I'm coming yes. at it from a different angle. Like the Dallas week like, would be it, insane, but from a yeah, they are more likely to beat. Give me Brock Purdy's first true road test against the number one pass defense in the NFL. So, yep. from a fan perspective, I'd imagine fans don't want to see Dallas because the idea of dealing with losing to Dallas in the NFC Championship game would be a lot to stomach. It feels like know. it's been split when it's come up this week. Like half the people are saying that I can't stomach losing to them, but then the other half yeah. are like, I want to beat them. Beat the There's nothing better them. than going to the yeah. Super Bowl, beating the Cowboys. Like mm. being the Giants and Cowboys to get to a Super Bowl, like that would be just like wild. I, mean, I still have vi- I still have visions of Jay Cutler on the bike going against the Packers. Right. <laughs> I, I think like, stop. If, stop. If you're bringing it back, if you're bringing it back to the nineties. Then, you know, the Eagles would want no part of the Cowboys, obviously. <laughs> I, and I think that's where the Bears are compared to the Packers or have been for right. so long, and that hasn't changed. It God, I will never forget where I was. Eagles, Cowboys. So terrible. Where were you? I mean, I was a kid, so I was at my parents' house, but, like, the image is burned so vividly Basement. into my brain. Yeah. And then on, t- like on 13, top of that, 14. on top of that, Bathroom. a lot of former greats and current players – tearing into Cutler, just assuming that he could play, he wasn't even hurt. Like that was one of the yeah. big mo- early moments of social media. It was, I remember Deion Sanders just going off on him. MJD killed him. Yeah, yeah. a lot of people did. His body language just, just screamed loser. I mean, it just screamed this guy is <laughs> a loser. It just, it was, the, he was the worst. What a talent, but he was, he was the worst. All right, coming up next. Lightning bets are five favorite plays for the division around. And yes, we'll tell you the standings up next on the Beck You All Network.